get this going. I don't want to talk in the corner. Should I be like just up here? <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. Actually, right where you are is perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. Fantastic. We're going live in now. I think we're live now. It's hard to tell. I need a slightly better system so I can keep track of that kind of stuff. But all in good time. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 167 of the Maritime Milson Podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell, and with me I have none of my regular co-hosts, but I do have uh, at least Marie. I think Dave is somewhere. He's around. He'll be coming in and out of the picture, right? So we have uh, have Marie and a little bit of Dave from Commando Paintball in Ottawa, Ontario. Home of the Tipman Challenge D-Day Challenge. Or Tipman Challenge D-Day. There we go. Yeah. Hmm. So, we, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pounding the water because I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm covered in a lot of hair and <laughs> I just sweat. So, no. really? um, the humidity's got this, like, I've got this awesome, like, 80s perm thing happening. It's, it's great. It, uh, loving it. No, Chris, you didn't miss a thing, but we've only been live for a minute and 20 seconds, so you're right on time. So, fantastic. So, welcome, Chris, uh, Dave, Ashley. More to come, I'm sure. So, the whole point of today's episode was basically uh, ask a field owner. Because last week, me and the guys got into a uh, healthy debate over not really entirely sure what. At a few points, it was, it was a lot to do with money and paintball. I think is what it was. Yeah, and I was screaming at my computer screen. Yes, so I'm very excited because I have no problem being corrected or told I was wrong. So I'm always looking forward to uh, learning who had the right spot in that debate. Um, but to give everyone just a bit of a, a highlight, and sorry, I keep looking at my hair in the monitor, and I feel like I, sh- I should be in a like 80s music video oh shut up about your hair oh my god <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh we tried to talk about operation honey badger which then ended up leading to prz which then led into first strike rounds which led into a whole on argument and healthy debate of uh, money and the proper way to run a field and i don't really remember much it was <laughs> it was a lot of it was a lot of like micro topics just sort of like boom 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 um in that conversation so it was it was very interesting but that the there seemed to be th- two specific arguments there was one side saying that a field should strive for the purest form of paintball which in that person's uh point of view uh was uh, like no holds barred, let everything happen, make everything open, don't hold anything back. And then there was the other side of it where you gotta cater to the new people and the rentals, and you've got to make paintball accessible to the public in order to fund those p- 
pure a uh, pure paintball or like the hardcore paintball events. So I'm not entirely sure how to start this. Uh, there was a couple questions actually posted up. Some some people had some pretty good questions. Um, the first one, actually, the first comment to put there was ballpark amount. How much does it start? How much does it cost to start your own field? And let's assume you already own the land. Uh, well, that's that is. Uh, I, I assume that's at me. So if you own your own field, well, that's a bit different. So you have to put up. Uh, you know, your, your bunkers, whatever you want to put up. Uh, so that's, I'm not absolutely certain. It takes years. So you don't just put up a field. There's not a kit you buy. There's not a kit that you no, buy. No, I can't just go on Badlands and just order a field. <laughs> no. Well, it, it takes time. And, and you start out slowly building small bunkers and stuff like that, but it takes time. And then as you're making money, you're putting money back into the field as you hope. But you can't just throw up a field. <laughs> Boom, I have a field. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I figured that was going to be the answer of it, it's not an overnight thing. We actually have a field here in New Brunswick that if you weren't paying attention, it looks like he popped up overnight because he sort of didn't exist and then he existed. It was, and it's a really nice field. Uh, he's got, you know, buses, cars, trains, buildings. Uh, and, but I mean, he'd been working on it for two years, not open to the public. He was just building it before opening up. And, uh, and then out of nowhere, he just popped out of nowhere and started having events. So everyone thought that it's just sort of, they were like, man, you built this in the spring. Like what the, how'd you do? And no, it's, it took him two years, but you wouldn't know it without paying attention. So, uh, I think, I don't think you need a whole lot of money. You definitely want some capital. You're going to have to invest in rental markers or at least netting uh, or have yourself far enough away from everything and anything that you don't have to worry about. But even then, it's still a little bit sketchy depending on your area. Out east, we don't really care. We, You know, like, I don't... I've played at fields where there's netting in, like, specific areas, but then there's just, like, hundreds and hundreds of acres of forest that you just... Whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they don't net it off all the way around. They just... It's sort of like that forest is uninhabited. If you get hit, what were you doing in the woods? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's how a lot of fields operate out this way. Um, we're, we're so far and few between. There's no, like the government doesn't really keep an eye on us. We, uh, but, you know, that's some old. But that's thing. the thing, like, in, oh, <laughs> if, okay, so I'm not going to talk about other areas because we're completely different demographics. Yeah, like you, from, you are. Well, no, every field has their own, de- like yeah. in Toronto, they have like, what, 13 million people? 13 million so, people. And we have one, less than 1 million people in our area. So just to give you uh, statistics, so in Ottawa, there were, when I first arrived on the scene, there were 14 paintball fields in the city of Ottawa. Wow. There's now two. So paintball is, uh, it's going on a downturn for the most part for, you know, so, and our only other competitor in the city is Delta Force. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Delta Force. I looked into them, uh, but I had to sort of be told about them to go find them. Sort of thing. Like, 
like your guys' field was easy to find because it was just like some, you know, it was surfing Facebook. Why don't you see the D-Day event? And I was like, cool, that looks like a bitch in field. Let's go there. Um, but the the Delta Force thing, I it uh, it's never popped up. I've never really seen anybody talking about it. So I had to go look for it, which is a little. Well, it's hurting everybody. And I, I know like we're meeting with a field uh, in the Toronto area who's dealing with Delta Force right down the road. So Delta Force Force for us is across the city. It's in it, it, like it's about forty five minutes from us. Mm-hmm. You want me to talk louder? Okay, sorry, I'll talk louder. Here we go. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I can hear you loud and clear. I've turned you up on the on the feed. So, so anyways, the, uh, there's only two people fields in Ottawa: Delta Force and us. And the numbers are down. They're down for everybody. Yeah, that's that's been a it's been so you can yeah so anybody who's saying a field owner should do this a field owner should do that they have no idea what it's like to run a field we have a good balance where we have so 95 percent of our customers have never played paintball before or they've done it once or twice yeah they're they're your classic rental player they're your rent yeah we're just outside of ottawa so it's it's vanilla town government town so yeah your this, role at the sidewalks is six i went there for vacation i, I was like where the hell is the nightlife there's like, no, where do yeah. the politicians get drunk nope <laughs> there's none of that so our main customers are newbies so we have a good balance of our new people and then our members understand that the new players are what we put into our field so they're so we run uh like a club day every Sunday and they get, you know, they can go wherever they want. They understand that we change our fields all the time. I'm sure you've seen it when you come for D-Day. Uh, the oh, yeah. Fields, yeah. The fields have changed. Yep. yep. And that's, that's what has to happen. It's, yeah. it's, there's, there's fields out here and like, you know, totally different, different demographic, but I feel like this is something that can sort of span universally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's mm-hmm. fields here that, I've played on the field 10 years ago and I, and I hadn't gone back for nearly 10 years. Like I, I played there and then I left. It was, it was way back in the day. And then I just so happened to go back for one of their big games. Uh, the field was exactly the same. Yeah. Except that a lot of the bunkers had fallen apart and a lot of the buildings had actually collapsed in on themselves. So I was really amazed. One, I was amazed at how, nothing had been done to the field um and then at the same token in a bad way i was amazed in a bad way of how nothing had been done for the field like it literally just fell apart which broke my heart yeah no dave is all about changing things up all the time that's what he does and he he's always working on the field and you guys only come in like say for that one time and you'll see all the changes that have been made oh yeah Absolutely. Yeah. Like as soon as we like for one, that new field that you guys built on, yeah. on was uh, obvious. You're know, just like, hey, that's new. That's it cool. didn't work. It didn't work, by the way. <laughs> I, mean, I, I played on it. I thought it was great. Oh yeah, you can play on it, but uh, it's it D Day. It we want to mix up D Day. Always change it, and for D Day, it didn't seem to work. I sent you the comments from our D Day big game. Yeah, I was reading through those. Yeah. So. There's, I think, there's a, but you know what? There's a lot more good than there's bad. Oh no, 
the feedback is amazing. It's amazing. I'll take any feedback. But yeah, we try different things. We try to make stuff for the players, and it doesn't always work. Uh, you know, you got to try new things. But, you know, it's experimenting is always fun. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, we just got to be an adult and, and move past it. <laughs> uh, we, but yeah, the now I was reading through a lot of the comments, and everyone, I would say actually all of them, if they if they had any issue, they had like constructive. I sent you all of the comments, so I have the breakdown of the you know the the basic you know like. When playing, do you like switching sides or would you prefer to remain on the same side? So, of course, switch sides. One out. Yeah. 100%. Then the satisfaction regarding the food was good. You know, uh, very good. The first strike rounds was a a big, you know, you know, issue. Uh, (laughs) Yep. First strike rounds. Yeah, 61. One I was out. actually amazed. Like, I thought it would yeah. be split, but it was 61% of people said yeah. yes. And oh, 20, for sure. 24 said no, and 15 said they really weren't sure. But what I liked is the people who said not sure, most of them put in the comments saying, I've never really used them. Yeah. And so they, they, just, don't, they don't know. But I like the idea of using snipers. You know, mm. they know how to use them. Uh, Sunday is going to remain the day. Wicked. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then every, all the the feedback was very, very positive, which is, you know, we, we need to have the feedback. Uh, customer service experience, very positive. Um, and then the comments and suggestions, we'll go through those because they were big, which I love. <laughs> like, there was lots of comments, which you, you have all of them. Yes. But- and there, some people wrote like two words and then some people wrote novels. Um, yeah. And-, and, and all good. I just I had to laugh because I immediately somehow found uh, Reapers David Justin's comments. So, oh, did he make the comments? He did. He said, uh, "Where'd it say? Where'd it say?" Oh, I lost him. Where'd he go? There it is. <laughs> uh, he says, "Who's that guy from Los Angeles who runs the talent show?" He was amazing. <laughs> he was amazing. <laughs> so, and. Uh, yeah, I just, it's somehow my eye just immediately went to his comments, of course. Um, it was such a good time. But the criticism was good. You got to have, you got to be. Oh, yeah. You got to be open. Yeah, next year, like we totally scrapped everything this year and we're going to start fresh and we're going to do a lot of changes for next year because uh, we need to make it different. You can't run the same game all the time. It has to be different. Yeah, yeah. you got to change. So you got, that's just it. You got to change it up. Otherwise, you run into the issue of people get bored of it. Oh, I'm not going to go because it was the same thing yeah. in the past two or three years. Uh, you not do that, sweetie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dave's being a creep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the best part is because of the because of the lighting and he's so tanned. It's just I sort of know. like you, you lose all definition of the face. You just sort of see two eyes behind you. <laughs> I call him melanoma man. Like he just doesn't care about sunscreen. And <laughs> no, seriously, he doesn't care about, like, yeah, he doesn't care about his skin at all. That's fine. And Dave's going to go out in a blaze of glory, probably like jumping a car off a cliff or something. Like it's going to be. 
I wear like a 60 on my face and I still get brown, like, you know, and I, yeah. Yeah. I know that, that pain. I have to, I, I turn pink mm-hmm. and then I turn back to white. It's great. It's awesome. I burn and then I don't, and then I burn and then I don't. And it's just awesome. It's great. All my buddies are getting like these wicked tans and they look like they're outdoors all the time. I'm outdoors, but I look like I've just been inside the entire time. Cause I don't tan. It's awesome. Thanks. Good times. Good times. <laughs> uh, so we had another question. Somebody else had a question of, uh, I'm trying to keep up with the comments here and it's not working. Um, Chris Sheffler says we have a Delta force field here and they suck. There's Chris's review. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have a real hard time with Delta force. And everyone keeps like commenting like Delta force and then like these sad faces. I'm just like, man, these guys, I've no, I, I, I now have to go check out. Yeah. Maybe not spend money, but maybe just like go check them out, like go hang out. Okay, so we work with, we're trying to work with Barry Paintball, Wasaga, uh, uh, Flag Raiders. So we're trying to work with the other fields. So Delta Force is causing a lot of problems for the paintball fields in Ottawa because they're, I don't like saying this publicly, but they're, they're, they're very deceptive and they're taking advantage of people who don't understand paintball moms like me. Gotcha. Okay. So they're, they're taking it. Like you got the they're soccer moms who are like, you know, Billy wants to paintball for his birthday yeah. and she, they find Delta you, Force. Yes. And okay. so Delta Force is offering these amazing deals, but then when they get there, it's like a bunch of used car salesmen selling them paint. Well, I was and, looking through the, yeah, the packs and it's just, it's, yeah, it's like, like this, uh, one of them, $119 for 2000 paintballs all day air, but then it's like save $111. It's like, so you're telling me that was $230. Anyway. Yeah. They cross out the price and then they, I just got it today. Somebody wanted me to price match. There's no way we can price match them because they're just like, they're crossing out $449 for $89. Like they're just making up fake numbers. Anyways, we're, we're meeting with a, a paintball company um, who has Delta Force right down the road. So at least Delta Force is across the city from us. So they're not affecting us, but they're affecting everybody. Got, well, yeah, I could see how people would be seeing their prices and then being like, well, how come you can't match their prices? Yeah. Because that price is fake. Yeah, because they cross out these big numbers, and uh, it's just, yeah. But it's important for the fields to work together for real paintball. They're not, they're selling tickets in the malls. They're not real paintball. Oh, they're those guys? Yes, IPG. Uh, Yeah, so they're, yeah, IPG sells uh, tickets in the malls, and they sell, so anyways, when you're a mom and you have boys, you're like a mama bear and you do not mess with my kids. And if you do, you're going to feel my wrath. And that's what they're preying on is the mama bears, you know? And I always tell them, if you go there, just make sure if you don't have a good time, just make a review or call them all where you bought the tickets. Yeah. That's, that's all you can do. Yeah. So make sure that, yeah, you, let people know 
uh, and help, yeah, basically leaving a review and helping people know, wow, hey, look at that. This review's from like 10 days ago. <laughs> I'm not going to read it on the air. Uh, <laughs> but it was just like, boom, all the first five words. It was the worst experience. Yeah. Um, so, wow, that's wild. Um, yeah, they prey on moms. Yeah. Yeah. That's not cool. No. Um, so Josh Stanley wants to know where do babies come from? Historic. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 not a G-rated show. You want to explain to them how it works. You go nuts. But, you know. <laughs> uh, thanks for the cliff notes, Dave. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's awesome. Um, so, uh, I'm not liking that the chat is slowly diverting towards the idea of shaving my beard. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Dave said I'm I shaving my beard. I, I said I'd fight him. You wanted something new for next year. We'll bring Bradley in without a beard. No, we won't. Yeah, man. No, no, we won't. Now nah, you need this beard. <laughs> this beard, like. I'll tell you what. I'll shave my head then. Marie shaves her head. I'll shave my beard. Yeah. Man, that ain't gonna happen. I like your beard. <laughs> Right. Keep it up pretty much what's going to end up happening in like in like three years. You're not even going to advertise like it's not even going to be like me emceeing. It's just going to be like, see Brad's beard. And that's all it's going to be. It's just going to be. It's kind of weird that it defines you. It really like does. Your... It enters a room before I do. My hair. Every every knows about my hair. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I uh, when I met actually, it's funny when I first met Francis because we've been together for going on seven years um, for the first, I think four weeks three no three weeks that she knew me she just knew me as the guy with the beard that's all she knew she, she didn't even know my name it was great so and, you're not married or no, hmm? you're not getting married uh don't know i probably need to see a therapist about the like commitment issues i have but you know i know shit um <laughs> uh, so back to shaving my beard <laughs> and <laughs> I'll shave my head as soon as you. Yeah. I'm good with shaving my head, though. I have no problems with that. I I don't know if I could shave my beard. I really don't know if I if I could be seen without it. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't look like me anymore. Yeah. I I I'd look like I was ten. So, I don't think I'm gonna do that. Well, I look like I was. What's her name? Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> That's who I would look like if I shaved my head. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. <laughs> um oh wow um i had a question and i totally lost it the heat is messing with my head oh my god oh. i can't think straight at all uh this heat is brutal well um, it's warmer there than it is here because we had like i don't know what we have right now but it's it's warm it's it's brutal and there's there's no wind at all like it's just the uh it's just dead air no matter where you go um, and because I'm with audio and microphones, I can't have a fan on me because then it can cause, it'll cause sound in the microphone. So I'm just sitting here, just dying and marinating. Uh, 
Actually, Luke Hoffman has a question here. He says he's hoping to start his own business within two years. He says, do you have any solid resources you relied on to get started? Well, starting a business. So I came from a government job to a business. I married into it. And it was uh, it was a, like a real eye opener to come into a business. You don't understand like, you know, payroll, human resources, uh, dealing with the government, dealing with inspectors. And so 10 years I've been doing this now, kind of married into it. Um, you just have to follow the rules, which is, you know, which is hard. Uh, like I, I deal now with a lot of government uh, people. Yep. And I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting better at it. I don't worry about it so much as I used to. So I'm a little bit stronger on the whole, like, so for example, we're talking about business. So I respect people that come into our, our home, our field, who are not getting along, but they, they're professional enough to not bring their problems to our field. So I respect that very, very much. That's, so, yeah. Yeah. That, and so when I first arrived on the uh, scene of paintball, it was a very much a kindergarten attitude. And <laughs> it still most, is in most circles. No, like if, if you're not working with your local fields, you're not doing well. So don't talk to this person. I'm going to call, you know, this inspector. Cause you're not, you know, how current for this, like it's terrible. Wow. And so, yeah. So, you know, if you're talking to that person, I'm not talking to you. That's what I mean by kindergarten attitude. So if you want to live by the kindergarten attitude, then you're not going to grow. You have to work with people that are, are local. So it's, uh, I've learned when I first arrived, it was terrible, terrible. I didn't understand anything about this. I prefer to work with other people. And that's what you have to do because they can help. They can guide you to run your business because nobody can prepare you for running a business. So nobody prepared me for running a business, you know? So I've, I rely on other fields to help me. Um, I'm dealing like, you know, somebody keeps calling the city on us. Like, uh, no permits. That must be getting old for the city too. You, you think I'm not allowed to know who's calling the city. <laughs> it's a nuisance. Like, uh, we had the stage for D-Day. Which was awesome. But no, it's not permanent. Like we nope. removed that structure. So the, the inspector came out and I said, it's not a permanent structure. We can move it. And we are going to move it. But I'm taking pictures of it every day. Because it's, once he comes, it's gone. You know, so yeah, you can complain all you want. But, you know, we had... Um, public health out because we serve pizza but we're not a restaurant oh my god and yeah somebody's calling the city like just stop you're wasting money you know because yeah, you know that inspector is getting that like that email or whatever he's getting or the phone call and he's just like commando yeah. paint i gotta go again <laughs> like no they don't i don't know if the different departments talk but um just keep keep it coming I can respond to everything. Right. <laughs> I 
but here's the here's the message at the end of the day um you need to work with your people whether you like them or not you have yeah. to work with them. yeah 100 percent if mm -hmm. what is it a uh, rising was it right a uh, rising tide something something ships <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you catch more flies with honey yeah, that's better. That's simpler. Yeah, you catch more flies yeah. with honey. There we go. That's more, That's my model. I'm sitting trying to bust out like the elegant ones, and it's just it's not working. Uh, I'm I'm smothering to death here. Oh, um. So Brian just found the footage of me and you playing with his GoPro. So we just put that in the comments. He left his mask unattended, and me and Marie got hold of it. And I th oh. think I humped it. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> so, Brian, you might get, like, close-ups of my crotch. Again. Wink, wink. Oh, I, I forgot about that, yeah. That, that was, was funny. funny. Yeah. So that's why you don't leave your shit unintended, especially when it has a device that records video on it. What do you think is going to happen? He left it on. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he left his mask and everything unattended. I was going to steal the mask, but he can run faster than I can, so. He'd catch me. That he was in the van driving home with me, so you know he'd probably find a way to kill me. I'm not sure. Uh, and apparently, and I, all in caps, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you did. Lots of tongue action from the both of you. That's out of context. Would get me beat up by Dave. <laughs> tongue action, great. <laughs> Good times. Um, oh, speaking of which, guess what happened, Marie? That amazing patch you gave me? Yeah. I lost it until like three days ago, four days ago. Okay. Yeah, it was, no, it was like, I was heartbroken. Because I got home and I was like, where's that patch? That's such a cool patch. And, mm -hmm. and I went looking and I dug through my gear bag and it was gone. I messaged the guys. I was like, where is it? And then out of nowhere, I found it like attached to a rag somewhere in the house. So, um, uh, yeah, thing is awesome. It's actually my favorite patch. It is, yeah. So very cool, love it. Uh, Anthony wants to know: Are there any indoor fields in your area? No, not at all. The closest one is in Brockville. You say Ottawa doesn't? Does Ottawa have an industrial? like park or is that more like they built the town oh. around it somewhere else? Yeah. The rents in Ottawa are horrible. So nobody can really afford to run an indoor field, but there is one in Brockville. Um, what's it called now? Anyways. Yeah. They're in Brockville. Uh, they do. Uh, they have a really nice indoor. Cool. I'm going to have to go check that out. Mm -hmm. That's something we need out this way, out east, is we need a real indoor paintball field. Yeah, so do we. Um, it's just the rents are so expensive. Yeah. So for us, they we would have to build one on the property. That sounds like more of a hassle than it's worth. So. Um, oh, Stingers. That's the name of the place in Rockville. <laughs> Stingers. Oh, Stingers indoor, yeah. I, yeah. I should have known that. We found a we found <laughs> a carding place today. I went to another field in in Gatineau, 
and there's a carting place that's outdoors and they have car go-karting and they go like i think 90 kilometers an hour oh that sounds awesome oh that's amazing josh stanley it's called stingers <laughs> josh. Okay, I that's Jesus go karting spot. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. We definitely. Oh, I'm like 35 minutes from us, less. Oh, uh, okay. So next year. Yeah. Road trip. Yeah, absolutely. Next time we're down. What is that? Like a year. We're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna like touchdown Friday. Yeah. And then I don't know, do something, and then Saturday, produce a paintball. And then we'll go go-kart. That seems like a good way to do it. Patrick can wear his helmet. You know, Reaper can wear his mask and his kilt. Wolf can just yell hoorah the entire way around the track. Like, it'll be great. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but they have, like, the go-karting and they have paintball right there. And, uh, oh, it's amazing. There's lots of uh, kids stuff going on there. It's, it's great. Yeah. See, Robert here is talking my language. Paintball while driving go-karts. That's That needs to be a thing. No, we want to do that as well. Cars. It's like a demolition derby with cars and paintball. I'm in. 100%. I'll sign yeah. a waiver. I'll sign my life away. I don't care. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So. Stan is messaging me. Um. I was wondering about the, like the logistics of that. Like, how would you like? You'd have to like nobody could hang out of the car, so you'd have to like if you hung out of the car, there's a good chance you get squished. But if you, if you, I don't know, it'd be fun. Oh, you could hang out of the car all, all you want. Somebody just has to drive. Yeah, can I use first strike rounds? <laughs> just kidding. Oh. Sorry, that's gonna be like a trigger word for some people now going forward. <laughs> Just be like, we're using first strike rounds. I don't want to. They hurt more than they just. I don't. I don't care. It's paintball. It's supposed to hurt. Get out of it. No, um, but I think, I think we do demolition derby and paintball. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Cliff wants to know how he'd ref that, and it's easy. You just get a yellow car. <laughs> There's no refs. Who's <laughs> <laughs> refing this? <laughs> okay, no refs. Done. All right. That's that's my kind of game. No refing. Oh my god. How would you get? How would you eliminate them? Do you have to like shoot the driver? Do you have to like try, try and hit them? That'd be hilarious. Or just cover the windshield completely, and then just wipers just smear everything across the wa- <laughs> the window. You can't see anything. Well, technically, demolition derby, you don't have windows, so you have to knock out all the windows. Oh yeah. In front, uh, your your windshield has to be like a chicken wire. I've done. I'm sorry. I've done two demolition derbies, so I I know how this works. So you put <laughs> you put wire on the windshield, so there's no windshield. But you have to wear your mask. You have your guns, and it's just driving around, crashing into each other, and shooting. <laughs> Let's do it. That sounds awesome. That is let's perfect. Not, let's not publicize that. <laughs> no, no, it'll be a private event. <laughs> it, it will. It won't be hosted by Commando. It'll just be like. Yeah. Dave and Marie are having some friends over and we're going to crash some cars. Yeah. Right. It is, much, it is so much fun. Yeah. That, that sounds awesome. That sounds like something I have to do before I like 
before my death, I have to be in a demolition derby. It just has to happen. I want, I want overalls with like no t-shirt underneath. I just want like that's that. I've already know what I'm wearing. I got it. It's gonna be great. So if you roll your car, it has to be clean. You can't have glass in there because if you roll, everything that makes sense. Glass flies everywhere, and it's don't have your car clean. Okay. Now the question is, how do I get a car there? Or I'll have to try to buy a car while I'm there. <laughs> I, my dad owns a scrapyard, so you're you're good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's too much fun. Can we do it in the scrapyard? Is that an option? <laughs> do what in the scrapyard? Demolition Derby. No. Oh. He only has an acre, so. You have to do it in the field. Darn. Guess we're going to have Demolition Derby at the paintball field. Woo! All right. Um, so with the comments and everything that's coming back from what everybody's saying mm-hmm. uh, there didn't seem to be like I was looking through it and I didn't see a whole lot of uh, like deal breakers it seems like everybody who I don't know maybe just the people who decided to actually put their two cents in was just the ones that had a good time Yeah, maybe but uh, it was just really strange to read through and like not have like there was some odd little comments like uh, you know more picnic tables. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it's very very positive, and that that is great. Um, so what kind of plans do you guys have so far? Like, do you have any preliminary plans set up? Do you have anything ready to like ready to go? Oh, for next year, we've scrapped everything. We're starting from like from scratch. Really? Oh well, like, we have to totally scrapped. Oh yeah, because uh, last like this last game was perfect. It went very well. Went off of a hitch. So now we're starting from scratch. Because you have to mix it up every year for the players, right? And make it interesting and fun. And so we've completely scrapped everything, and we're starting from scratch. I already started working on 2019 before 2018. Wow. So I already have like a work plan for the next game. So I, I looked for the survey comments and, but I've already decided what I'm going to do for the next game. Uh, obviously people want it on the Sunday. I thought the Saturday might make a difference in our numbers, but it's not, they want, they want it on the Sunday. So that's fine, but there's going to be a lot of changes next year. Okay. I like changes. Oh, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, though. Okay. Keeping it different. Um, so what was it? What was this year? Like, what, did you want to talk about what this year you want to change? Um, well, our organizing committee tried to mix it up, and a lot of people were not happy with the way that it went with the, the – uh, changing in the, at the starting point, we added the new field. Hmm, people felt that it didn't work very well. So we may go back to the old, you know, starting from the boats. Uh, other than that, I think everything went, you know, went very well. The food too was a big hit. Oh, the food was amazing. Like the food trucks, like everyone was super pumped. The, the downside of the food trucks is the lines, but eh, it's whatever. 
doesn't it honestly doesn't matter what you bring in that many people you know when a thousand plus people are in a, in a single location there's going to be lineups so and i didn't i didn't nearly promote them enough which i will do next year like i i was behind the eight ball on everything so i will promote the the, the food trucks more next year cool okay so just like not enough people really knew about them yeah okay okay um yeah are you thinking of bringing in more, less? No, just same ones, two. same number at least. No, two trucks. Cool. Yeah. Right on. I actually felt bad for one of them. He. Uh... Yeah, it's okay. He's gone. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he was a, a new food truck and was trying to expand, and yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't do well. The falafel guy, I guess. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Um, it's. Falafel's great. Don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoy falafel. Um, but when you've got a bunch of people have been running around and they're tired, but, well, not tired, but they're like, they're hungry, and you're like, man, you want falafel yeah. or you want a burger? <laughs> it's falafel's not the top of, you know, no. the average Canadians. Yeah, we tried this year, and so both, we have the other two food trucks coming back for both days, and that's cool. Or just one, I said, just one day, that's fine. Yeah, one day would be fine. I don't think they need to be there for both days. Like Saturday was good, but there wasn't nearly enough people for Saturday to for the trucks. That and well, you, we had two hundred uh, regular customers on the Saturday. Wow! And then everybody for D Day. Yeah. See, your teams just move the rental players around so efficiently. You don't realize how many people are actually like moving through your. Field. I know. The staff were told take care of your group, and that's your group. <laughs> Quit talking to the famous people. Go take care. No. Uh, yes. So the, uh, no, the rent, the, the refs did a fantastic job keeping the, everything rolling on Saturday. It was awesome. It was uh, really great to see. And I, uh, the, the way the game started, I, I mean, I was started in D day, so I didn't know. I didn't actually see a difference. I was just like, whatever, I'm going to start where I always start. And that's where we charged <laughs> up from. And, um, so I didn't get to see it, but I know my buddies had a good time. They, uh, the ones starting behind the paratrooper guys, they started in behind. They had a blast. They, they loved starting back there. So I would, I would definitely suggest doing the whole like taking ten guys and put them in the back. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dave Pitts wants to know why do we think Commando Dave is so sexy? Really, honey? Because there's really? nothing sexier than like <laughs> beef jerky colored skin. Like, <laughs> I know, melanoma man. <laughs> really? He's right here. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Dave. Dave has too much fun. He really does. Especially when you see in the videos where he's just like ripping around in bulldozer for no real apparent reason. Like, I'm sure he was working at some point, and then he's just got bored with it. I'd do the same thing. So I really can't say much. He has all the toys, he really does. It's, I'm yeah. a little jealous. A little jealous. Well, you can run them if you want when you come down. Well, you know I what? Get... Next year, I think I will. They're, you're going to be you like, should... man, where's Brad? He needs to be on stage. I'll be just ripping around in the front end loaders doing donuts or something. Yeah, front, we have a front end loader and we have the... Gozer. Gozer. A dump truck. Dump truck. Dump truck is fun. <laughs> okay. It's, I wanna... it's, it's easy to drive. It's a truck. Well, no, it's it. you have to do the high and low shift. Oh, neat. Yeah. No, I'm class D. So 
him right. <laughs> You're way too concerned about your hair. Oh it's because I can see it in the in the video feed, and it's it's just it it looks worse because my headphones are actually forcing a lot of my hair forward. So I have like the Johnny Bravo thing going on right now, which I actually I'm kind of digging. Just saying, digging. You know what? I could totally be Johnny Bravo, except with a beard. So. I don't know who Johnny Bravo is. Oh, wait. Cartoon. No, I, I, no, I got it. I know who it is. There you yes. go. Yeah, got it. So, uh, but yes, I am obsessing over my hair. I need to stop looking at the video feed. But no, you can drive any of those uh, vehicles when you come. Oh, you guys are too much fun. No, seriously. Like, the dump truck is hilarious. It's right. so old. It's like two years younger than God. And then the bulldozer, you know, you don't use your, like your arms. You have to just leave your arms here and then you drive it with your feet. And same thing with the, uh, the grass cutters. It's with uh, handles. So I've oh, got yeah, really, zero points. Yeah. That's cool. awesome. Okay, cool. So it's set. When I come back next year, I, I'm going to be driving a dump truck and a bulldozer. Whatever you want. Whatever I want. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm not even going to paintball. I'm just going to show up talking and just drive a bulldozer for a weekend. <laughs> and a dirt bike and a side-by-side. Side. Yeah, we have a few yeah that's if I can rip the dirt bike out of somebody's hands every time it went. You know, I don't think it sat still for anymore in a couple of seconds where somebody jumped on it. Yeah. And yeah. I want to drive Deep's truck. Oh, I know. I actually need to get hold of him. I'm stranded in Toronto for like 12 hours. In two weeks, I end up. I messed up my flight, and I actually land in Toronto at seven a.m. And Deep promised me a tour of Toronto in the truck. Oh, he'll no, he'll do it. Just contact him. Yeah. So I have to get a hold of him and be like, "Oh, he's so much fun." <laughs> he's he is he. He reminds me, and not in a bad way, but he reminds me of of like Scarface, just. When oh, he was at the field the other day, he had like the deep yeah, cut V and like the gold necklace and rolls up in the big truck. I'm like, this dude's got a gun somewhere. Like, yeah. like... the homies roll in. Yeah. Like, rolling with the homies and they have like the big truck. And I know it's so much fun. He's, he's a character, man. Deep is awesome. I had to meet him at his field. It was just, it was great. He, uh, the man is a character. The man is, is just awesome. He's a great guy. Um, mm-hmm. Dave puts it well. Deep Patel is good people. So, Dave, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> Dave. He's on Facebook, obviously. I know. Dave. <laughs> and, so, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for that. I actually do uh, I want to – I don't think I have that video queued up anymore. I was going to show the video. Um, but for anyone listening who's interested, I'm going to be at PRZ – in two weeks two weeks a week and a half july 14th yeah like a week yeah. and a half um so friday morning i was supposed <laughs> we're supposed to fly in friday night and i messed up the flight and booked a 7 a.m flight instead of a 7 p.m flight so all my buddies are flying in friday evening and i'm there bright and early yeah so i'm gonna get an uber somewhere and just i don't know go explore toronto yeah, we'll hours. see you there at uh, PRZ. You're going to be there? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You're setting up the Commando Plus tent? Selling uh, all the goodies? Yeah, we are. Making all the money. Stop by the Commando uh, Paintball Plus tent and get your stuff. 
Dave, you're terrible at this, dude. I know, I know. It's oh you, you got to hire a hype man, dude. You got to hire a hype man. You know. Welcome gotta... to Commando Paywall Plus. I need I need a radio voice. Hmm. Wonder where we're gonna find one of those. Sure as hell ain't mine. Mine's too nasally. Need that like deep, sexy voice. We need the dude who does movie intros. That's what we need. You need the movie trailer guy. So, um, I am fried. Holy hell! I'm losing. I barely keep my head above water here. Um. So, Marie, do you have any any like tips or advice for anyone who wants to start a paintball field and don't start one is not a valid answer. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, like I said, I was like, I, I married into this 10 years ago. And what I noticed when I first arrived was the kindergarten attitude. And I was just like, wow, that is the worst thing for the sport. <laughs> oh, Dave says get a hammer and some screws. Yeah. Yeah. So build it. Yeah. Happen. It's like, you have to keep up on it. And there's so much in the background that people don't know, like all the bills and the payroll. And so when you're starting out, uh, yeah, it's easy. You don't have, you just can't build it and people are going to come. That, that's not the way it works. No, the movie lied to us. Sorry? The movie, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, no. No, no it doesn't work. All right. No, and you need to give the players what they want, right? So I'll give you a few uh, statistics. Like in Ottawa, there was only there was fourteen paintball fields when I arrived. In Ottawa, yeah, there's two. Crazy. Yeah. So sport is it, is is dying. It's maybe not well, dying, but it's 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 on it's on a down downward spiral, and that's fine. So all of the fields are adjusting to. Um, you know, allow for that. That. So the only other field we have in the city is Delta Force, and Delta Force is you know sells tickets, whatever. So we're the only paintball field. That tells you something. So we're working with the other fields to try and counteract the whole you know Delta Force thing. So we have to work together. And another thing for us is ninety five percent of our customers have never played paintball and will probably not be back. So our members understand that the, the newbies are our bread and butter. They allow us to continue to build the fields and stuff. So our members will, you know, play on the Sunday. Our customers run on the Sunday and the Saturday, uh, sorry, Saturday and Sunday. The mismanaged fields die. Huh. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Don't, like we've, we've lived it. And I know, I, I, I don't, anyways, if you, it's kindergarten attitude. People are like, oh, don't talk to this person. Don't, you know, yeah. you know, somebody's stealing this person's like web address or whatever. Um, well, that's bad for the business. It, 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 it looks terrible. Yeah. It's not, it's not helpful at all. Like, I love the relationship you guys have with Mirabelle, where, I mean, you're obviously very far apart, so it's not like you're really competing with one another. But, no, not at all. Uh, Every demographic is different. We cannot talk about 
the Toronto area because right. they have 13 but million it, people. It's like the the fields working together is really cool. Yes. Out out here, some of some of the fields, a good chunk of them tend to like look at what the other fields are doing and be like, Psh, I wouldn't do that. Those guys are idiots. It's like, dude, you know, they're trying something different. Why, why you got to hate on them? And, yeah. and there's too much of that. So I know. Why. And that's what we can't tolerate here. Yeah. Um, when I first came along, there was like the whole back, you know, blah, 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 this, you know, um, it looks bad for the sport. And again, 95% of our customers don't see any of that. They don't care. They don't have any involvement in any of that. So that's what we have to focus on. And those people build our field because they're paying full pop. Well, it's just that they haven't refined the sport to the point where they can get away with, you know, only buying a little bit of paint here and there or, you know, buying a case and, and, and saving some for the next time around and whatnot. Yeah. They don't do that. No, they tend to dump it all or, Full pop. So, yeah. so our members who like we appreciate and we treat very, very well, uh, they understand that these people pay to build our field. Yep. And we change our field all the time. And so they, they take advantage of what we built from, you know, and they get their, their member pricing. And I do my member days at club days, wherever I do food. You know, so they, they know we, we take care of our members and we do events going to other fields. So we're going to Mirabelle in uh, early August and then we're going to Wasaga uh, the weekend directly after. Cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wicked. Uh, so, so basically, if you want to get into this sport professionally, like owning a field and whatnot, uh, don't be a dick. <laughs> you can't be a dick. Go in, go in with an open heart and open mind. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a dick. Uh, it's pretty much sums up most businesses, I think, except maybe bankers. Um, so, <laughs> um, all right. So we're pretty much coming to the end. So I just want to take a few minutes uh, and do a uh, quick little shout out to the people who, who do make this, you know, to – make uh this podcast possible even though the heat stroke is slowly killing me inside um so first of all we have uh tier one armament.com they're canada's magfed distributor so if you're looking for anything magfed paintball airsoft uh, they... <laughs> mr steve ratay sir uh they are the people to talk to and uh you know, they wouldn't be around if, you know, you didn't have people like Ripple Industries, Tactical Gear Equipment and Paintball. They are your uh, basically go-to spot for anything uh, soft goods. They have an amazing lineup of soft goods. they got your MagFed markers and everything. Uh, and free shipping in Canada of any order over $99. And if you're looking for custom soft goods, you got MIC Gear or Made in Canada Gear. Check them out, facebook.com slash MIC Gear. Uh, you can find them at tactical74.com. And they do amazing Amazing custom gear, uh, which I have lying around my desk. I need to clean up my, like, look at this. Look, I have so much stuff from MIC gear just lying around. It doesn't even make sense. I'm not even sure where some of this came from. Uh, I think that's the one I forgot to give him back after D-Day. That's the one he gifted me. This one is cool. I love this. Goes in your arm, holds a map. 
holds two more maps. Oh, no, that is so cool. Right? Columbus had that. Yeah, they're awesome. They're absolutely badass. And then he's got these. This was, I guess he just made this on a whim. It holds smoke grenades. Well, specifically Enola Gay smoke grenades. But it's Molly. It goes on your vest. It's awesome because there's never anywhere to put a smoke grenade that is not just going to like rattle around inside your gear. Um, so he makes amazing gear. So definitely check him out. And he'll do custom. So if you have an idea, if you're like, hey, dude, I got this killer idea for, I don't know, something. And he'll, he'll just be like, all right, let's do it. It doesn't matter what it is. They'll make it happen. Um, but that's it. So, Marie, thank you for coming on. Dave, thanks for uh, hanging around in the background there, chatting in the comments. I don't know where he is, actually. He's, he's, he's gone. He's, he's off, I don't know, soaking up more sun somewhere. He's like Peter Pan. <laughs> Prances around in tights? <laughs> I could see that. I could see Dave doing that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see him doing that. No. I mean, like, I could see him doing that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, for everyone who stuck around in the comments, ch- uh, chatting with us, and everyone who, you know, asked us some questions, thank you so much. Um, and for anyone watching on Twitch as well, you know, thanks for uh, for doing that. So, we uh, one last thing, because I forgot to do this because the heat's killing me. This last shout-out is the Patreon supporters. Uh, Mary, Sizzle, Sage, Alex, Tony, Justin, Ryan, Dave, Jeffrey, and Dr. Rush. Who are uh, fantastic people. They are a, the uh, financially donating money, like actually real money money to this podcast. So, patreon.com slash Maritime Milson Podcast. It's a huge uh, thank you for us to them for helping us with that and they sort of keep things afloat, keep the costs of running this podcast uh, relatively easy to handle. Now, that's it. That's all I got. So, Marie, thanks again for coming on. Thank you. So, until next week, everyone, cheers.